This episode of the OP Radio Podcast, sponsored by Athletic Greens. 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash opie. And welcome to my little live stream 500 feet off the ground here in New York City as the sun goes down. Over the Hudson River, uh, let's see, we got Tim Malley, you are first on the Facebook, then Rachel up there in Minnesota, close but no cigar, Steve McGann, uh, Justin Foster, how are you, Justin, Evie, hey Evie, what's going on, man, welcome to the live stream, good afternoon, Buttercup, coming in from Lisa Connor, Wayne Boo Atkins, what's up, Wayne, I saw Pat Duffy enter the room, where's Pat? There he is, brother man, brother man. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> that was the rallying cry of the hater, brother man. <laughs> we turned it into a positive, brother man, brother man. This is how stupid I am. I um, I I don't I don't check the weather ever. So yesterday it was like with the wind chills, like single digits here in New York City. And then this morning, I, I took the kids to school on the scooter, and it felt like it was still single digits. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to waste a day. I'm just going to lay around. I'm going to watch the prices right. Why? I don't know. And let's make a deal. Why? I don't know. Because I think that's the only TV that's on during the day. Unless you want to hear about uh, January 6th a little more. I don't do the cable news. Not much. Not much in 2022. I, I, I gave up on cable news to watch... Fucking the price is right, and let's make a deal. And I'm just laying around all day because I'm like, you know, I'm, 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 I'm killing a day here because it's, it's really cold here in New York City. You know, single digits with the wind chill. And then I finally got my ass off the couch um, to go get the kids. And it's fucking, it's fucking beautiful out. I should have been out there. I should have been wandering around my neighborhood, getting a cup of coffee, getting some air. I had no idea that the temperature turned around. I think it's like 42 degrees. It's, it's, like, a, it's like a 30 some odd degree difference from this morning. I am so stupid. Uh, LOL, uh, Pat Duffy, you just said the word ass and a baby in front of me in line shot me a super dirty look. Right on. What do you want me to say? I'll, I'll say something else to her there, Pat Duffy. Uh, excuse me, ma'am. You're a C. <laughs> yeah, what are you going to do about it? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Bravo. All right, very good. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> did that work, Pat? Ha, 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 Wait, wait, where are you? Oh, my God. It made the comments go nuts. People are freaking out. Ha, 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 ha. That was perfect. She just looked at me disgusted. Good, man. 
Did I just make $5? Thank you, $5 guy. Oh, there it is. Got to read the comment cold and put it on the big screen. Kyle Monroe, my bud said there's a good story about you fighting a Frenchman on vacation. I can't find it anywhere. Any chance of a retelling? I appreciate your work. Nope, I am not retelling that story today. I told it uh, at least three or four times on the radio show, and I've told it probably twice on my podcast. I don't really feel like telling that story, but you gave me five dollars. All right, basically, I'll, I'll tell you the quick version. So I'm a scuba diver. I never got certified because I was lazy. So every time I went on vacation, I had to take the resort course. And, uh, and then, you know, then they would sign off and then I could scuba dive for the rest of the week. You know, guided scuba diving with an instructor and, and a whole bunch of yahoos and stupid farmers. All right, so I'm uh, in Turks and Caicos, and you have to go really, really far out to the reef. It's probably a good hour boat ride, maybe an hour and a half boat ride. I'm on the boat. There's a Frenchman being a complete asshole, not paying attention to anybody or anyone around him. And uh, the instructor's trying to give last-minute instructions before we dive into the water and go down. Honestly, in Turks and Caicos, we went down further than you're supposed to. We, we probably went down 60 or 70 feet. So I scuba dived a bunch, and I knew what I was doing. So when it was time to jump uh, overboard, I was one of the first to go. And I got myself all situated on the bottom waiting for everybody else to come down because then the instructor will take us all on a little tour. And as I'm waiting at the bottom, I look up and I see the Frenchman that was being a complete asshole on the boat, not listening to anybody, not caring about anybody, didn't listen to the instructor. So he's coming, he's coming down way too fast. He's coming in hot. And I'm like, look at this son of a bitch. And he lands on top of me, and I get so fucking pissed that uh, I, I pushed him, then he pushed me, and then I punched him, and then he punched me, and then we were trying to fight. But uh, you can't really get uh, any type of footing when you're, when you're under the water 50, 60 feet in scuba, scuba gear. So there's, uh, the momentum was ridiculous. So as you're trying to punch the guy, you're like this, and your whole body's going, whoa! to the side but i definitely got a couple jabs in he got no real jabs in in me and then uh the instructor came down and he kind of broke us up because he just thought we were we were tangled because i think he's thinking to himself no one's actually gonna fist fight under here that would be ridiculous and so he kind of separated us i'm giving this guy a look as we're going on a beautiful dive and every once in a while i was able to give him a nice elbow because there was a uh, a whole bunch of us, so it was a bit crowded, and he happened to be close to me a few more times. I gave him a few good elbows, and uh, long story short, this is the short version, by the way. There's way more to this than, than what I'm telling you here. And then we got back on the boat, and you would think we would have an all-out brawl on the boat, but he went one way, and I went the other, so there's no real good ending to the story. I wish I could tell you that as soon as we got to the surface and back on the boat that it was an all-out fist fight, but that would be telling a lie. And that's the basic version of me fighting a Frenchman 50, 60 feet underwater, okay? Jesus Christ, six bucks for regular coffee at Starbucks. Thanks a lot, Biden. Oh, my God. Gas prices are insane. Coffee prices are insane. 
I, I looked at the lady at, uh, where was I, 7-Eleven. I had to buy a gallon of milk for, for the kiddos. And it was like $4 and something. I just looked at the lady. She's just trying to make a living. And I go, really? And she just looked at me all disgusted. Do you want to save a pet t- No, I don't want to save a pet today. Let me just pay for this crap. Or did I tell you the story? I went to Petco and, and I literally couldn't pay for my stuff. That's how bad it's getting out there in, in retail. We have, a, we have a guinea pig, and I had to get some supplies. So I go to, I go to a Petco, and I get some bedding. That's where they get you for all the guinea pig owners out there. You know, your guinea pig isn't that expensive. And then you get all the, all the stuff you need for your guinea pig, and that's kind of expensive. And then the bedding. They don't, I got to tell you guys, if you're thinking of getting a, a, a guinea pig, don't. They shit over 100 times a day. There's shit all over the place. They shit and eat all day long. So then you're thinking, all right, well, you got to clean the cage, right? The bedding, which lasts maybe, uh, maybe, if you stretch it out, maybe a week, maybe, is $11 a pop. So you're spending close to 50 bucks a month just on the guinea pig bedding. So now, what do you think I'm doing? I'm putting on a little doggy bag, and I'm picking up little guinea uh, uh, pig shits all day long to save on uh, the bedding money. Get washable bedding? I'm not getting washable bedding, Erin Donnelly. That's like reusable toilet paper. It's a thing. Uh, that's like cloth diapers. Great idea until you're scrubbing out diarrhea. Oh, my God. Look, man, I'm old enough. I'm old enough, and my brothers were about six years younger than me, that uh, we had cloth diapers. Just a thought. We had cloth diapers growing up, and I remember my mom throwing them in the washing machine and washing the, the cloth diapers. Oh, God, can you imagine? Ugh. I have no problem uh, washing every, every once in a while when the kids puke, you know, in their beds or whatever, but... Uh, you know, putting a sheet under under a sink and washing it good, but on a regular basis, cloth diapers. What the? This is the type of stuff I talk about. Where I'm like, what was wrong with our ancestors that they couldn't figure out shit? Finally, someone said, you know what? We don't have to be washing uh, baby shit out of these diapers anymore. I I came up with something called disposable diapers. That guy should have won a uh, Pulitzer Prize. Is it a Pulitzer or a Pulitzer? Pulitzer, right? Let's go with Pulitzer Prize. Whoever came up with the disposable diaper, for real, should get like a Kennedy Honor or something. Whatever you would give someone. I would would give them an Academy Award. Screw it. Just give them the best award possible. Give them an Academy Award. But I didn't... uh, But I didn't uh, film any movies. I wasn't in any movies this year. Yeah, but you... You invented the disposable diaper. Just take the uh, the Oscar. The Oscar goes to you. To you. But I was telling my kids about uh, Cheryl Crow. Pulitzer is for journalism. Pat Duffy, you have to call me out on that? Yeah, but he, he, he invented the, the disposable diaper, so I would give him that too. Yeah, but this is for journalism. It's okay. You invented the disposable diaper. You get all awards. Oh, thanks. I appreciate it. Thank you. Oh, I'm, I, I, I wanted to say Nobel. See, I know it's Nobel. 
<laughs> you thought I was going to say Noble. It's Nobel. Give them everything. Of course, just give them every award. I didn't earn. Yes, you earned all of these. Yes, you did, because I'm now not washing out baby shit from the diapers anymore and throwing them in the washing machine where it's going to wreck all the other clothes. Yeah, a round of applause for the, the, the disposable diaper. Yeah, that guy should get free coffee wherever he goes. But I don't drink coffee. That, that's okay. That's okay. Just take it. I need to do something for you. Thank you. Thank you for saving my life. I, I saved your life? Yes, you saved my life. Thank you. But I was telling my kids about this stupid Cheryl Crow. Uh, we were driving back from the beach. I don't know why I'm hyper. Oh, maybe because I had an afternoon cup of coffee with my Ruizing slash Opie Radio coffee mug. Get yours at opiradio.com. Pew, pew, pew. Um, we're driving home, and we always have some wonderful conversations. They appreciated my, uh, my, U- my, my U-turn on a major highway to go to Wendy's, by the way. That's what kind of a dad I am. That's right. And by the way, Wendy's, your, your, uh, your, uh, uh, your spicy chicken sandwich is too fucking spicy. We all like a little heat, but that's ridiculous. That's a game changer, if you know what I mean. As in, you're having a wonderful, enjoyable day, and now you're having a miserable day as, as, as your, whole, your whole system starts a-gurgling. And then it comes out the other end, a-burning. Too hot, Wendy's. Too hot. You came in too hot with your chicken sandwich. I understand everyone's competing to have the best chicken sandwich uh, out there. You're up there. I would say you're better than uh, Chick-fil-A. You're not better than Popeye's. And you got to turn down the heat a little bit. A little bit. So we made the U-turn on a, on a major highway. You know where the, the cops uh, hang out? And it says no U-turns? I did that. Every once in a while, you got to do that. You got to keep everybody honest on the road. And then, uh, you know, my kids are calling me out because they don't like when I do uh, illegal uh, things. <laughs> They're at that age. They don't like it at all. And I go, ah, if a cop pulls us over, I'll say we, uh, we forgot Doggy's antibiotics. Because I knew Doggy wouldn't, have, wouldn't be able to speak up because the, the cop can't go and look at Doggy and go, hey, is this true? Doggy's just going to look at him like this. So it's a built-in excuse. But then I was thinking, you know what? Honesty is the best policy, GH. So I was thinking maybe if I got caught for the illegal uh, U-turn on a major highway to go to Wendy's. Um, thank God I didn't get the uh, the spicy chicken sandwich. I went with the Dave's the Dave's uh, single, I think it's called. Their hamburger is better than McDonald's and Burger King. So I'll give you that one, Wendy's. Um, I would have just told the cop, look, man. We had a U-turn. We had to get to Wendy's. And you know this stretch of the highway. If I didn't U-turn here, I would have to go 10 miles down to come 10 miles back. Who wants to do that? So uh, I was telling the kids, I don't know why it came up, but I was telling uh, the kids about Cheryl Crow. You can look this up. Cheryl Crow went on a rant. And I met her once. She came to NEW uh, before anyone really knew who she was, and she played for us. And she was tiny, man. She was, like, un- like, uncomfortably tiny. You know, there are girls, mostly, that are short. 
And then there are, uh, are women that are uncomfortable short. She was uncomfortable short. Her features were so tiny. I remember this. But anyway, she went on a rant a few years back. Uh, and basically, she said, you know, we're ruining the, the environment and everyone should do their part and use one square of toilet paper to wipe up after a dump. One square. Look it up for yourself. And I told the kids that, and they were laughing and laughing, and then we were discussing how is that even possible, and I'm like, I don't even know. And then one of the kids is like, well, what if you have diarrhea? And I'm like, exactly. She says, even if you have diarrhea, one square of toilet paper to save the environment. Just use a bidet. Oh, excuse me. Just use a bidet. Just use a bidet. I used a bidet once. Guess what? Then you have to use the toilet paper to dry off. Because who has time to, to wait for the blowers? Unless you have the blowers set just right. Then you have all the time in the world. <laughs> oh, God. What is Rachel saying? That square of TP ain't soaking up. No- of course. Thank you. Oh, by the way, it was a one and done with the, the mudslide. Because people were asking me all day long on this and that. And um, I'm... Proud to say that it was a one and done. Thank God. Thank God. This is the this is the one thing that I get in trouble for. So when I go to the supermarket, I I look at a lot of like uh, cheap brands because I don't know any better. Just because how I was raised, and I made the mistake of bringing home um, cheap toilet paper, and oh boy, did I get a talking to from everybody in the house. Everybody. <laughs> I'm like, what? And then I had to explain the, uh, the toilet paper that, uh, that I used growing up. It was so cheap. And it was like, it had, it had no soakage to it at all. So it was, uh, oh man, this is, you know what? You might want to go earmuffs. You might want to go, I'm warning you right now, you might want to go earmuffs. It was, uh, it had no soakage to it. That when you wiped, it was smeary. You wiped your butt and it was all smeary. And it really left some damage to your backside. So I learned the lesson, man. And, and, and it kind of makes me mad because I get the... I, I, I get the, the toilet paper. It's like it's like, like little like pillows. I'm like, how much comfort do you need? My kids just don't know. They don't know that they are being brought up so differently than me. And I try to explain some of this stuff to them. And they just, they're like my dog when I say you want to go outside. They just go, huh? They just turn their heads like, huh? Like they have no comprehension of what I'm talking about. Why would they? Look at this. This is where we used to uh, put my kid for time out. All right, you've been bad, so sit Sit up against the window and think about what you did. And he's looking at this and it's time out. Oh, my God. Is this my real brother? Dude, come on, the, come on the live stream. Mom used to steal Dunkin' Donuts napkins and leave them in the bathroom to use. At least you had toilet paper before I was born. LOL. That is my real brother. What's up, Brett? Look, everyone's excited you're in the room, bro. Andy Vaughn saying, Brett, uh, where are you, Andy? There you go. When I left the house, I left at 18 and kind of never looked back. I think Brett left at 18 and never looked back. But that six-year difference, there was a bit of a drop-off. So some of the, some of the, the horror stories I have from uh, growing up, 
there was definitely a drop off after I left. We definitely didn't have Dunkin' Donuts um, napkins in in the bathroom. That was definitely something that happened after I left to go to Geneseo. Pat Duffy, my 11-year-old just decided to start packing her own lunch and refused to use an old lunchbox of mine because it wasn't cool. I told her I know somebody who used to take their lunch to school in a cement bag. That is 100% true. That and giant wall bombs, or how do they say it? Wall bombs. It's a supermarket chain on Long Island. Uh, Big, giant, brown... uh, uh, supermarket bags so then your apple would roll from one side to the other crashing into your peanut butter and jelly sandwich that was made on very very thin bread brett's out there he knows he knows all this shit my mom used to get the pepperidge farm very thin uh the reason she bought this type of bread was a it was on sale hold on i gotta sit back up here uh it was on sale and uh and it was uh, pretty close to stale. So the jelly would soak through this damn stuff. And then it's in a giant supermarket paper bag. And then your apple, which was bruised, by the way, because you got... Yeah, see, you know. Uh, the bruised apples were um, less expensive. So every single apple we ate as a kid had one... If you were lucky, had one bruise on it. <laughs> Hey, Ope, if I remember correctly, you once said you like Stevie Ray Vaughan on ONA. So I'm just wondering, what kind of music are you into these days? Um, uh, I'm kind of into a lot of the a lot of the music that's on TikTok, man. I'm uh, I'm really getting into the TikTok music <laughs> as girls are just bouncing around, braless, and making believe they they have a good video. Like they're they're making believe they're they're great content providers when all they they're doing is just like <sighs> jumping around in a t-shirt with no bra. I'm like, oh my god, hi everybody! And there's a there's like the latest TikTok uh, song playing in the background, and then you look, and it's like a hundred thousand likes, and then I'm setting up camera angles and writing out little stories, and I get ten likes. So I got to go braless. I got to go braless and jump around a little bit. And I guarantee I'll get 100 likes. 100,000 likes. 100 likes. 100 likes is nothing to these gals. I guarantee every person that is watching this right now, every one of you had, had, have had the, the mudslide slip. And if, you say, and if you say it's never happened to you, you're lying. The mudslide slip is bad. Yes, it is, sir. Yes, it is. That would be a great name for a band, too. The Mudslide Slip. You wish you knew me when I was on uh, WBAB Radio? When I was at uh, WBAB here on Long Island, I was way more chill. Way more chill. I was probably more like this this guy. And then uh, putting a giant radio show together and having massive success, it took its toll on the kid. And it took a lot of that chill away. So I like the fact that I'm back to being uh, pretty chill these days. Let's see. What's Brett saying now? Again, age difference. I know every back road from going on BTL and collecting runs with... (laughs) What's BTL going on? Oh, bottle it. Oh, my God. Wait. You want to be a co-pilot for that? 
Again, age difference. This is my brother. I know every back road from going on bottle and can collecting runs with Dottie. And Dottie would be the name of my mom. My mom, she did what she could to make a few bucks. And, uh, you know, my dad would hit her every once in a while and he would have a brand new car. And then my mom would, uh, would make it smell like uh, beer because she would collect bottles and cans to make a few bucks. And she would be online at the supermarket uh, getting some change. This is all true as you look at this view I got. And, <laughs> and every once in a while, you'd be embarrassed because you would, uh, I don't know, pull into a park a lot, uh, excuse me, a parking lot near our house. And my mom would be in a dumpster waving to you and your friends. <laughs> true story. And then she just would have bags and bags of cans that she would not only, she would put them in the trunk. I mean, she's not an animal, but she would run out of uh, space. So then she would have to put it in the back seat of my dad's uh, brand new car. Brand new family car, question mark? What the hell was that like? (laughs) Oh, my brother. (laughs) Let me put my brother on the big screen. But you were a co-pilot as she was riding around collecting cans? Oh, my goodness. Let's talk about Cheryl Crow and how she said, one square per wipe. And, and she was the laughing stock. And she kept saying, I really believe we could do that. One square of toilet paper for every time you're in the bathroom. Are you kidding me? I go through a half a roll. We're going to go bucks. Got to go Bucks. Tom Brady is at the end of his career. I mean, what has he got? Maybe another year, maybe two years if he squeezes it out. You're looking at greatness, and when you see greatness, I want to see them win everything. I'm not talking about you, LeBron James. LeBron James takes shortcuts. LeBron James is not uh, the greatest basketball, basketball player of all time. He's barely in the top five, my brothers and sisters. I would put Kobe Bryant ahead of him. I would put Michael Jordan ahead of him. I would put uh, yeah, Magic Johnson ahead of him. I would put Larry Bird ahead of him. I told you, man. You know this LeBron James, he tries to take shortcuts to championships. And when they got Russell Westbrook, I said, he don't win you championships. Russell Westbrook is a very good individual player, but he doesn't win you championships. There are players in the NBA that will not win you championships. And one of those people absolutely is Russell Westbrook, even though he's, uh, or was, he was an outstanding player, but... uh, He doesn't mesh well with LeBron James and the rest of the gang over there. They got rid of some really solid young players in Los Angeles, so now they're going to be hurting. I think they're they're below 500. Oh, and Max knows basketball. Max, I'm spitting the truth, right? LeBron James is the one telling everyone he's the greatest basketball player of all time. He's way up there, but I don't even think he's in the top five. I absolutely think you got to put Larry Bird. Well, you need one white guy, right? Who's the greatest uh, white basketball player of all time? Is it Larry Bird? I mean, uh, you know, uh, Pete Maravich was well on his way, and then he got injured, and his career was cut short, and then his life was cut short because it turns out the guy uh, was missing an artery to his heart his entire life. So he left us in his uh, early 40s, I believe. But uh, Larry Bird... Greatest white basketball player of all time. Larry Bird, 
uh, one of the top five greatest basketball players of all time. Uh, and uh, and LeBron, LeBron is squeezing sixth or seventh at this point. So knock it off with him being the greatest player of all time. It's ridiculous. It's stupid to think. Sean Bradley, greatest white basketball player of all time. David Strauss. Oh, my God. You heard about Sean Bradley, right? Uh, played for the Nets. I think he played for the Sixers. He was one of the tallest basketball players of all time. I think he was seven, seven foot six, maybe seven foot seven. He had a bicycle accident. Can you imagine how big his bike was? He was an avid biker, had an accident, and poor Sean Bradley is paralyzed from the neck down. Holy crap. All right. Oh, hi, Carol. Hi. Carol's saying hi to everyone. Hi, Carol. <laughs> that would be pretty plus more. I would. I always wondered what the plus more was, by the way. Naughty, naughty. And then I was watching TV this morning, and scientists don't even know where eels come from. Is this true? Growing up on Long Island and growing up uh, doing summers at Wading River, a little town on... Um, the Long Island Sound, my grandma had a house there, and we would go down to the creek. Some of you said, crick. i go down to the creek, and we do some of that clamming. And they put a nuclear power plant right next to the creek. But it didn't stop us from doing some of that clamming. And we still ate the clams. They were giant clams. There's something to be said about uh, nuclear power plants and making everything bigger around them. And uh, I don't think they ever fired up that uh, nuclear power plant. It was Lilco out there in Long Island. Look it up. Uh, Wading River. My, my, uh, my grandma had this beautiful beach house that goes way, way, way back. It was in the family. And it was pristine and nice. And that stupid power company said, we need a nuclear power plant right in this pristine area. And let's put it right next to the creek where all the kids go. There's two things about eels they don't know. They literally don't know where they come from, whatever the fuck that means. Are they aliens or or where they come from in the world? I don't know. And then there's something about the Bermuda Triangle. They think a lot of eels hang out on the Bermuda Triangle. And then they also said that these eels, right, they've never seen them... Uh, have sex they don't know how they reproduce what what are you talking about i know this eels are creepy as all hell and then some people try to say no they're not creepy at all shut up they're creepy stop trying to be different stop trying to say they're majestic and they're this and they're that no eels are fucking creepy always have been i think they even said that they don't even know how to the only way you could tell a female from a male you got to cut them open that's the only way you can tell. I think I heard that. I don't know. They regenerate in the Bermuda Triangle. This this Carol, man, not only is she pretty, she's smart. We got a smart one among us. Look at me making money. Money, money, money. Marie Driscoll just giving me $9.99 like it's nothing. Thank you. I appreciate that. What will that pay for? When you give me money, i got to tell you what I'm going to uh, do with it. So with your $9.99, I'm going to get more baby wipes because my dog has been having incredible explosive diarrhea. And i got to be honest, 
the kids are are feeding the dog too many processed uh, foods. And I think that's what's causing the diarrhea, to be honest with you. So I'm going to take your $9.99 and I'm going to get more baby wipes. That's what I'm going to do. I learned about the eels and then, uh, I don't know, the kid from Leave it to Beaver, uh, Wally. Oh, Wally. I guess Wally's an old, angry guy now. He's 76 and he does sculpturing. That's the one art form I don't understand. I think you've got to be very angry to be a sculpture a sculpturer, a sculpt, a sculpturer. But now he's he, uh, you know, he has embraced the fact that he was 12 years old and his whole life was um, on that Leave It to Beaver show, and then he didn't have a life after that because everyone was like, "Hey, there's Wally!" And every time that happened, he's like, "My name's Tony." That was the role I played on Leave It to Beaver. I didn't get to have a childhood. My name's Tony. Okay, Wally. Well, I love you on Leave It to Beaver. Ah, look at this person. Why are you giving him money? Shut up. Every time someone says that, they give more, uh, Andreas. But you know why? Because uh, this is how I make my living, believe it or not. It's either this or... Uh, Get a giant company to hopefully give me a, a nice paycheck. They, they give me a, a, a few bucks, which is nice, and I'll get baby wipes for my dog to wipe up his liquid diarrhea from his uh, butthole. Maybe get a few uh, fruity beers so I can watch a damn game. It's nice. This is how I make my living now. This is how every uh, creator makes their living. They go right to the consumer, which I kind of like because uh, they knock out corporate America, those greedy Fs. All the money we made for SiriusXM, the amount of money they made off our names, they could go F themselves. So I love the fact that it's direct-to-consumer now. And people could go, you know what? I kind of like that he live streams every day. I'm going to give him a few bucks. I'm also going to give him a few bucks because I listen to old Opie and Anthony stuff online every single day. And I know him and Anthony don't get a dime for that. So I'm going to show my appreciation and give five or ten bucks every once in a while. That's why, you baby... I want to still make money at this, and it also motivates me. If I, if, I, if I turn this off in a little while and I go, oh, my God, I made 100 bucks," which would be a huge day, to be honest with you. I don't make a lot. It, it makes me go, I think I'm going to turn this on again tomorrow. That's why. Now, go away, baby. Oh, someone just gave me uh, $20. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't I mean, I, I mean, I appreciate your money, and I got... I mean, if you give me, especially if you give me a, a decent amount of money, I, I always read the comments cold, so I don't read this cold. If you give me a dollar because you're hoping I'm going to read something crazy, no. But if you give me, like, decent money, I, I absolutely read the comments cold. And this one from Mr. Caden Rocks, it looks like Twinsky, a little Twisky for the Opster. I have no idea what this means, but thank you. Uh, Josh Coffee looks like. Can you rank these fights from best to worst? Great fight, Sean Rouse acknowledgement, Norton Esther Patrice Benefit. I listen to uh, the Sean Rouse fight daily. Um, Sean Rouse was an amazing, amazing comic that had just horrendous arthritis and drinking made it a lot, lot worse. But Sean Rouse should have been one of the greats. He was unbelievable how funny he was. And I'll tell you this much about that fight. I don't feel like rolling through all of them. Uh, Jim Norton should have just shut his fucking mouth. Because the fact is, 
I was in the pressure seat. I was sort of the point guard and had to worry about all this crap. And Jim, all he had to do, especially back then, was to sit there and snipe a line here and there. He didn't understand and still doesn't understand to this day how a radio show runs. So what this guy's referring to is Sean Rouse, who I was friends with absolutely and liked him a lot. He was invited on our show. What happens with a radio show is sometimes the stuff that is happening in front of you is way better than the next segment or the next guest that's waiting to come in. And Jimmy would obsess about this shit. He made it really hard to do radio. i got to be completely honest with you. As talented as the guy is, is I don't know if he is anymore. Uh, I really did like his stand-up for a long time, but I have no idea. I haven't heard him uh, or watched him in years. But... Um, He always would obsess about a stupid guest outside the studio and would want all action that was happening at the time to stop to get the guest in. And that's uh, what happened with the Sean Rouse thing and the Sean Rouse fight. Jimmy was mad that the guy uh, wasn't uh, coming in. And I didn't. I had a good reason. I don't even remember any time. Uh, I don't even remember anymore. Excuse me. But sometimes you sacrifice everything else that's going on. Uh, guests that are supposed to be on your show and other things. If what's happening in front of you is so damn good, and he was never and never will be a good radio show host, so he'll never understand that. Oh, he was a nightmare to fucking work with. Uh, this guy, I mean, good abuse here. Norton doesn't know how to do a radio show, yet he ha- has his own on SiriusXM and you're on YouTube. Yep, that's what's happening right now. Yep, you're 100% right. I haven't heard anything about the Jim and Sam show in years. The fucking show has to be floundering. So, yeah, technically, he's uh, he's got a radio show with a big corporation and I'm a loser on YouTube. You got me. There's nothing I can say about that. But I know I've run circles around both those guys. There's no doubt in my fucking mind. So, But in the end, I mean, technically you got me. Because, yeah, I'm on Facebook and YouTube. And I'm podcasting. And they're still on SiriusXM. Just floundering. Floundering the last remaining uh, listeners from the old glory days of the Opie and Anthony show. Do you have anything from Opie and Anthony like stickers or shirts that I could buy? I can't find anything anywhere. I pay... Quite a bit for something. Really? Are you rich, sir? DM me. I'll go through my stupid closet. And I'll find something. <laughs> I mean, I don't have... Um, I've said this in the past. I don't have anything. If you walk through this apartment right now, and I'm a very private person, literally I'll show you a couple of views, but um, for the most part, no one, no one will really ever see my apartment except for my family and very close friends. Um, I don't have... One piece of Opie and Anthony uh, uh, material or whatever you want to call it, uh, memorabilia in this house. Not one. Not a picture. Not a logo. Nothing. If you walk through this house, you would have no idea that I'm uh, Opie from the old Opie and Anthony show. I know that's weird, but that is uh, the case. I do have a few things. A few things in storage, uh, but I haven't visited my storage unit in a couple of years. You know, I just pay rent. So someone else could store my stuff. What a what a dumb idea. And then every once in a while we go up there and we look at our stuff like, oh, look at our stuff. Okay, well, we'll be back in a couple more years. So I know I have a few things up there, but um, that's it. Do you think you should try making up with Jimmy at least? God, no. Why? 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 
Why? We had a business relationship. That was it. The business is over. Why would I want to make up with Jimmy? How about all the people in your life? Why don't you go wander around and, and make up with all the people that you know did you wrong? And then get back to me. I'm No, I have to say, I was never friends with Jimmy. We hung here and there, and um, but I found it incredibly hard to be friends with Jimmy. Very, very hard. So there's no there's no love lost there. There's nothing. There's nothing. I'm I'm just very very happy. He's not in my life anymore. That's what I think about. If you want to know the truth, I thank God. I thank God for that. A lot of great things came from me uh, being let go from Sirius XM. I, I had a I had a like I had a like uh, this is like pathetic because you know how big the show was. But I would walk down the hall. I would uh, look into our studio. I knew I had to hang out with these guys for four or five hours. Sometimes um, Ant would already be there or, or Jimmy or both. And I would stop at the door. This is embarrassing to admit, but I will. And I would t- take one big breath knowing I had to deal with something I didn't want to deal with, but I didn't know how to get out of it. And I would take a giant deep breath and then I would enter the studio. And as soon as that show was over, I was so fucking relieved that I couldn't wait to get out of that goddamn building. That was my life for many, many years. And I'm the stupid one that I didn't figure it out. That I, that I didn't figure it out sooner. I'm the dummy. I, you know, no fault to them. They're just living their lives. But And then during the show, I would just sit there and I would just stop breathing. I would hold my breath. I was just anxiety ridden. My heart would just be like, and so my heart's like, and I'm holding my breath. Like those two things are not good. My life has to be different these days. There was a time for many, many years I would, um, my whole focus was on that goddamn radio show all day long, all day long. And then the show would be over and then there would be problems every fucking day. And for the most part, the other guys weren't getting the phone calls. Did they get some of them? Sure. But I can honestly say I had phone calls all day long, every fucking day. So now that I'm in a much different place, talking about this shit way more than I have in a long time, I, um, you know, I, I'm going to turn this off in a couple minutes, and that'll be it. I won't be thinking about this for the rest of the day. I'll be watching football. I'll uh, hopefully take my dog to the dog park. I might have to go to this uh, baby shower for my friend um, and, and, you know, play with the kids. We might go swimming today. We got we to gotta pool in this building. And that's my life now. I refuse to think about this all day long like I used to. No, thank you, man. All right. So my little uh, YouTube slash Facebook show is over for today. <laughs> hey, man, to the guy that, you know, you're not wrong. You found an angle. You're not wrong. Guys are beating up. They still got a, 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 tra- a traditional show, and I'm on the YouTube and the Facebook. So, look, I got to give you props. You're not wrong. You got me. But my opinions uh, don't change. I, I don't have uh, respect for those guys as radio show hosts. God, no. Of course not. All right. Go F yourself. I hope you go to hell and you're only allowed to use one square of toilet paper every time you dump. How about them apples? How about them bruised apples?